0: All right, what is going on? Grand risings to you all. I'm your hostess, Back to the Basics. This is season two, episode 32. Let me run this banner. Y'all know I got to run this banner. (laughs) So I'm going to put the title back up here. What about Christmas with the question mark? Um, <laughs> I had a chance to take Latin whenever I was in high school and what I found Latin was just one of it's one of those languages they say it's a dead language, but here's what I noticed. As I uh, before entering um, high school, you know, we we had to take at least one foreign language. So my options were Spanish, French, Latin, and I do believe German was also offered at the time. And what I noticed, because in growing up in my household, we had a dictionary, and we also had a thesaurus. Um, you know, prior to the internet, I remember typing on my mom's, uh, typewriter and I mean a manual typewriter (laughs) and we have Microsoft word and different software for that now. But I remember, you know, just, you know, one day out of the blue, I was, I started looking at, um, the words in the dictionary. And I noticed that a lot of the English words had a Latin root word. And that's why I chose to take Latin. It emphasizes grammar, the various different, you know, parts of speech that we have, you know, the nouns and the pronouns and the, you know, verbs and adjectives and adverbs and Prepositional phrases and all that stuff—that's what Latin emphasizes. Um, and during my me studying through Latin, I had a chance to take four years, and I took all four years of them—a years of it. We talked about various things. We talked about a lot. Of, we talked about the history of Rome, how Rome was founded, and we talked about the various different you know gods associated with, um, with it as well as different festivals. So what we are looking at right now, I know you're probably thinking, well, dang, back to the basics. I thought this was about Christmas. Well, (laughs) you might want to hold on to everything because this is about Christmas. I am reading from history.com. Uh, forward slash topics, forward slash ancient, dash Rome, forward slash Saturnalia. You see, we have a lot of holidays, but do we know the history behind these holidays? Or should I say these hello days? And yes, I'm going to say, say it. Um, I think my new phrase would be these hell of a days. I know. You're like, dang, back to the basis. You going there? Yes, I am. Uh, Hell of old days. Yeah. Hell of a days. And that's what we are. We're on uh, Christmas Eve right now. This is 24 uh, 24 December 2020. And this is going to be a hell of a day. But anyway, how Saturnalia led to Christmas. This is fair use. This is for educational purposes only. I do not copyright infringe on anybody. The source will be put in the description box history.com forward slash topics forward slash ancient dash Rome forward slash Saturnalia. I'm going to be reading from this site. It is fair use falls under fair use It's for educational purposes only T- talking about the roots of the history behind Christmas. How Saturnalia led to Christmas. Thanks to the Roman in- Empire's conquest in Britain and the rest of Europe from the 2nd century BC to the 4th century AD and their suppression of older seasonal rites practiced by the uh. Selks and other groups, today's Western cultures derive many of their traditional celebrations of midwinter from Saturnalia. I know this is going to upset a lot of Christians. Listen, it is what it is. My last Christmas was 2018. 2019, I did not celebrate Christmas. Um, I had just came to Fort Campbell. And I do have a banner running down here. Just to remind you that none of my statements are endorsed by the United States Army, Department of Defense, and or military branch element or government entity. None of them. Um, but again, is Christmas really about the birth of Jesus? And I will tell you that it is not. It's not. But let me move on through the article before I get too far ahead of myself. The Christian holiday of Christmas especially owes many of its traditions to the ancient Roman festival, including the time of year Christmas is celebrated. Now, mind you, we just had the winter solstice, I do believe on the 21st. Let me keep going. The Bible does not give a date for Jesus's birth. In fact, some theologians have concluded he was probably born in spring as suggested by references to shepherds and sheep in the nativity story. Now here again, listen. I'm tracking that the letter J is only 500 years old. Yes, I'm tracking that. This is why I chose to do it this way. And and it's right, the Bible does not give a date for Jesus' birth. Some theologians do put his birth in the spring. However, there are other scholars who actually put his birthday around the Jewish new year, Rosh Hashanah in September, uh, also October timeframe. So we're not going to debate about the, um, the date that Jesus or Yeshua or Yah when he was born. Right now we're just going into the origins. We're trying to break down the history of how even Christmas came about. But by the 4th century AD, Western Christian churches settled on celebrating Christmas on December 25th, which allowed them to incorporate aha, the holiday with Saturnalia and other popular pagan pagan midwinter traditions. Mhm. So again, I'm not going to go. I know there's various different videos and literature out there on well, who else was born during the during, on December 25th? We can get into the gods, the goddesses, the um, the African history of many things. Nimrod. We can go on and on and on and on and on. But right now, we're focusing on the Saturnalia and Rome mind you the word incorporate i'm going to read this paragraph one more time but by the 4th century AD western christian churches settled on celebrating christmas on december 25th which allowed them to incorporate the holiday with saturnalia and other popular pagan midwinter traditions so again incorporating so to me they were never really converted they just wanted to add uh add something to just pretty much add another day to the saturnalia and that's pretty much all they did so that to me doesn't count as a as a conversion and mind you i'm not knocking anybody spirituality is a very broad broad spectrum and i acknowledge that i'm not here to bash anybody as far as what sacred text you may or may not read, whether if you're coming with um, African spirituality, whether if it's the Quran, the Eightfold Path, the Torah, the uh, Bible, there are some people who are uh, uh, Hinduist, um, Wiccan, oh, we can just go right on down the line. I'm not here to bash anybody today. I'm just here to talk about what I'm talking about. Here, The question is posed, is Christmas a pagan holiday? Pagans and Christians coexist, not always happily during this period. And this likely represented an effort to convince the remaining pagan Romans to accept Christianity as Roman as Rome's official religion. Before the end of the 4th century, many of the traditions of Saturnalia, here they are, include giving gifts, singing, lighting candles, feasting, and merrymaking have become absorbed by the traditions of Christmas as many of us know them today. So again, all these things that's going on right now, all this, what, giving gifts, singing these carols, lighting candles, and remember, you know, and I remember Caroling uh, in high school, going out there, feasting and merrymaking. This is all traditions of the Saturnalia that, what, became absorbed by the traditions of Christmas. Here are the sources. Uh, John Matthews. Here's a book, The Winter Solstice, The Sacred Traditions of Christmas, written in 1998, published by Godsfield Press, uh, Saturnalia, the Ancient History Encyclopedia, and BBC News, another source. Did the Romans invent Christmas? And here are some other citations. Citation information, here we go, because again, I'm not copywriting. I am. This is fair use and this is for educational purposes. Article title Saturnalia, author history.com editors, website name history and the URL, as I stated before uh, www.history.com forward slash topics forward slash ancient dash Rome forward slash Saturnalia. The access date, December 24th, 2020, which I'm doing right now. Publisher, A&E Television Networks. Last updated, December 18th, 2020. Originally published date was December 5th, 2017. So what I'm reading from has been out for, well, a little over three years. Okay. And there we go. There we go. Because, again, I wanted to make sure that you actually see the source for, you know, for yourself. I am going to stop sc- sharing this screen right now. Because, again, I think that it's important. This pretty much answers that Christmas is a pagan holiday. I know that this may break some people's heart. I I, I understand. Let me see how far, how much of the article. Okay. Okay, I read part of the article. Let me back up. So let me go back a little bit and I will complete what I started. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the Saturnalia. Then I'm going to go to, a, to the uh, biblical text. Saturnalia held in mid-December is an ancient pagan festival honoring the, a- the, a- the agricultural god Saturn. Saturnalia celebrations are the source of many of the traditions we now associate with Christmas. And again, this is associated with the winter solstice. What is Saturnalia? Saturnalia, the most popular holiday on the ancient Roman calendar derived from older farming related rituals of midwinter and the winter solstice, especially the practice of offering gifts or sacrifices to the gods during the winter sowing season. The pagan celebration of Saturn, the Roman god of agriculture and time, began as a single day, but by the late republic 133 through 31 bc it had expanded to a week-long festival beginning december 17th so do you realize the week that we're in right now so start you know and for some people they uh still celebrate it i'm pretty sure on the julian calendar and what calendar are we on Uh uh-huh You see how this is making, you see how it's all coming together? Come on, come on, stay with me now. I know some people, y'all done already turned me off. But on the Julian calendar, which the Romans used at the time, the winter solstice fell on December 25th. Now, some calendars put the winter solstice on December 21st, but either way, it's hitting within that week, starting December 17th. Um, even are the days of the week. Look at the day, Saturday. Saturday. You can literally almost see the word Saturn in Saturday. How the Romans celebrated Saturnalia. Here we go. During Saturnalia, work and business came to a halt. So, don't we? Is, 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 is Christmas and Christmas Eve sort of not a federal holiday? Schools and courts of law closed, and the normal social patterns were suspended. People decorated their homes with wreaths and other greenery and shed their traditional togas in favor of colorful clothes known as synthesis. Even slaves did not have to work during Saturnalia, but were allowed to participate in the festivities. In some cases, they sat at the head of the table while their masters served them. And yes, have I ever done this? Yes, I have. In Latin class, we did participate in a day where we actually sort of did a reenactment of the Saturnalia. Yes, I remember it. At the time, I did not know what I know now. But this right here should let us know that without a shadow of a doubt that Christmas is a pagan holiday. Let me keep going. Instead of working, Roma's, Romans spent Saturnalia gambling Singing, playing music, feasting, socializing, and, and giving each other gifts. Wax taper candles called, okay, I'm going to spell this because I don't want to mess it up, C E R E I, were common gifts during Saturnalia to signify light returning after the solstice. On the last day of Saturnalia celebrations, known as the Sigillaria, Many Romans gave their friends and loved ones small ooh, terracotta figurines known as signallaria, which may have referred back to older celebrations involving human sacrifice. Oh, my goodness. Do you not see that? Hmm. That opens the discussion up to a whole bunch of things. Giving people small figurines. Do not we have ornaments. Hmm. Come on, people. Come come on. Come on, people. Stay with me. Stay with me. That whoo, that right there. which may have referred back to older celebrations involving human sacrifice. Saturnalia was by far the jolliest Roman holiday. The Roman poet Catullus famously described it as the best of times. So riotous were the festivals that the Roman author Pliny or Pliny reportedly built a soundproof room so that he could work during the celebrations. Wow. Temple of Saturn and other Saturnalia customs. Constructed in the 4th century AD to replace an earlier temple, the Temple of Saturn in Rome served as the ceremonial center of later Saturnalia celebrations. On the first day of the festivals, a young pig would often be publicly sacrificed at the temple, which was located in the Northwest corner of the Roman forum. The cult statue of Saturn in the temple traditionally had woolen bonds tied around his feet. But during Saturnalia, these bonds were loose to symbolize the God's liberation. In many Roman households, a mock king was chosen. Uh, Saturnalicius princeps or leader of Saturnalia, sometimes also called the lord of misrule. Usually a lowlier member of the household, this figure was responsible for Making mischief during the celebrations, insulting guests, wearing crazy clothing, chasing women and girls. Wow. Hmm. The idea was that he ruled over chaos rather than the normal Roman order the common holiday custom of hiding coins or other small objects in cakes is one of many dating back to saturnalia as this was a method of choosing the mock king interesting hmm and then that goes to the other part that i had read so again this is very important that we know the history behind uh, Christmas. Wow. We actually had an ad pop up. Very interesting. And this right here, as you can see, cites everything. I know I already read the citation, but I'm going to let it be up here one more time. Cause like I said, I'm not trying to copyright. I'm just trying, this is fair use, fair use. Not trying to take away from any of the um the sources that are now up here again from the article because there yeah the article title is Saturnalia History.com editors website name history. I've already said the URL. The URL will be in the description box. Um, the publisher, a Television Networks, last updated December 18th, 2020. However, this was re- originally published December 5th of 2017. So let me stop sharing the screen. Okay. And I'm going to move on to something else. I'm going to move on to um, this right here that that you are seeing, which is a Christmas tree that has a you know, has the ornaments and the lights and everything like that. So just give me a little bit of time. This always happens. Let me see. Let me go to a short break and see if I can get to it. All right, I'm still working on it. So let me see here. What I'm going to do now, I'm going to start sharing the screen. Let me start sharing the screen. There we go. Let me share that. Let me see if that'll come up. There we go. Let me see. Can I blow this up a little bit? I'm trying to make sure the font. Okay. Let me do this. Let me see if I can blow this up a little bit. Uh, That might be a little bit too much. Let me see how that's looking to you guys. Can y'all... Okay, let me get the Christmas tree off of there. (laughs) Yeah, I sort of left that Christmas tree just chilling up there, huh? Like, what are you doing? We're getting there. We're almost at the 30-minute mark, but we're actually almost there. I'm going to blow this up just a little bit more. There we go. We're going to take a trip down... To Jeremiah chapter 10. Let's go on over there. We're only going to be looking at the four verses, the first four verses of this. And I want to make sure that you can see it. Let me see, because I'm at 150%. Okay, you guys shouldn't be struggling to read it. Um, Let me see if I can make it a little bit bigger, because this is important. And then we're about to roll up out of here. There we go. Now, I know you can see that. I'm going to read this text. And this is not a Bible study. This is just to show you and give you a, you know some food for thought. Um, here's what it says. I'm reading from the King James Version of the Bible. Um, reading from Jeremiah chapter 10. And I will be reading verses 1 through 4. Okay, as you can see on your screen, just follow along with me. Or you're more than welcome to grab your Bible or your sacred text. The Bible is just one sacred text um, that I do read. I also look at the, uh, I also read and study from the Sefer Bible, which actually has, uh, there are some books missing from the King James Version of the Bible. So I do often go over to the Sefer Bible, and I also have been looking at the Quran. And I also have looked and studied the Torah. Um, Like I said, spirituality is a very broad, broad phenomenon. But let me get into this. Jeremiah chapter 10, verses 1 through 4. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you. O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain, for one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers that it move not. So that right there, what is that describing? Hmm? Is that not describing this right here? And also, may the Lord have a blessing to the reading, hearers, and most of all, the doers of his holy word. That is what that is describing. Is it not describing a Christmas tree? Now I know that some people have their views on the King James version of the Bible, that there are books missing from the King James version of the Bible. Well, again, that's not the only text. This is not the only sacred text that I read and study. Um, for those who probably say, who may say that I'm still asleep or whatever um, that's your own opinion. But I know that um, whenever I was reading and studying in the book of Genesis, One of the first uh, civilizations that uh, our father Abraham ran into was that he went down over there to Egypt. And that is in the book of Genesis or the book of beginnings. So some of you may not like that the Bible, the Sefer Bible, that though, but that is a part of black history. It is. Egypt is mentioned various times throughout the King James version of the Bible and various other, as some may call it, remixes of the Bible with uh, various other uh, versions, the NIV, the NLT, the ESV, and many other various versions of it. And I can understand why people question it. And I encourage you to question it. I myself, again, read various sacred texts, but this text will remain near me just for the fact that that is a part of our history. It is a part of our history. Whatever, you know, I do have a lot of respect for those who have, you know, diff- a different spirituality. At the end of the day, does it matter if I identify as a Black Hebrew I- Israelite or a Muslim or a Christian or a Buddhist, a Hinduist, a Wiccan, uh, an agnostic, an atheist or, you know, a Black Moor or whatever? Like, does, does that really matter? it is a sacred text um egypt is a part of our history which makes the sac- which means that uh the uh, bible is black history but anyway i went off on a little bit of a rant which as you see, I have a picture of a Christmas tree on here. And as we see, we, we see the red and green lights. We see the, the, the lights. We see the uh, star or the angel at the top and it's lights and whatever else. Um, But is that not what Jeremiah chapter 10 verses 1 through 4 is talking about? And even in verse two, it says that learn not the way of the heathen and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven. And then in verse three, it says the customs, all cu- customs is talking about traditions of the people are vain, meaning it's just it's pretty much just meaning. is OK, there's a lot of traditions, but there's no meaning behind them. So right now we're on Christmas Eve, right? So all this gift giving and all these things associated with Christmas pretty much is a remix of the of the Saturnalia. And really, it's not really a remix. It's just sort of a repackaged Saturnalia. Like I literally went went to the sources and I cite, and the sources were cited. So all these customs, these customs that that we do each year as far as Christmas and what is it, Easter and all, all these holidays. Verses three and four are describing the Christmas tree. Cutting a tree down out of the forest, decking it with silver and gold. See? What, what 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 is that what is that talking about? That is talking about the Christmas tree. This thing right here. That's that's exactly what it's talking about. And mind you, that's just a sacred text that I'm um, currently quoting from. And this is what I encourage you to do. Now that we have spent a little bit time talking about, about the Saturnalia, what are you gonna do with the information? Are you gonna continue? Are you gonna still celebrate it? or are you gonna cancel it? Hmm? And that's a question that only you can answer. Now the information has already been put forth I'm going to stop sharing the screen. The information has already been put forth. But me, this is what I'm choosing to do. I'm choosing to cancel that. It's important that we know our history. The history behind these holidays, days. Or should I say, behind these hell of a days. You know, I I I grew up in a Judeo-Christian home. So for me to come out here and do this, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I'm on my own personal spiritual journey right now. And I know that many of you out here who may be listening or who may be watching, you're on, you may be just beginning your spiritual journey or even enhancing your spiritual journey. But the information has has gone forth and the, uh, the sources were cited. And again, the URL, the link to the sources will be in the description box. I thank you for, you know, Taken out time to listen to and/or watch this uh, broadcast slash podcast, uh, you can find me on various platforms. Just look for me. I'm on various platforms, many platforms. Just look for me on Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts. I'm on iHeart Radio. I'm on Castbox. I'm on Speaker. I'm on Anchor. I'm on Spotify. Um I'm also I just I just opened up the Pandora now. So just look out for me. You just look for the major uh platforms and just look for back to the basics. I hope all you are doing well. I know I might have broke a few hearts today but eh. you know I encourage you to do your own research. I love you as a sister. Um, Whenever I transition and whenever I stand before the Supreme Being, and if I'm asked, what did I do? I will tell that individual that I did what you told me to. There were times where I had to speak and I had to say some things that hurt people's feelings. That might've caused people to get angry. But I did, I said what you told me to say. I did what you told me to do. And with that being said, I love you as a sister. This is not meant to bash or hurt or throw shade at anybody's spiritual walk, spiritual journey. I encourage you to do your own research and question. History matters. The Most High be with you to lead, guide, protect you, and direct your footsteps. And with that being said, I'm gone.